0: I wanna be a Congresswoman when I grow up or do something political. And I think it would be like incredible to make laws or help people. So my mom said to me, you know, there's a whole nother part of being a Congresswoman and running and that's running for office. And um, she asked if I wanted to see what a campaign was like. And I said, of course, yes.
1: Welcome to Political Contessa, I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate, and if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips, and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved head over to politicalcontessa.com hello and welcome to this episode of political contessa i am jennifer Nassour, and i am your political contessa i'm here today with a different kind of guest i haven't done this before but I met this young woman along the campaign trail who is incredibly impressive and I wanted to have her on because I think that she has some super insightful thoughts about being a campaign volunteer. What it's like, what it means, whether it's exciting, boring, but I think also importantly, what it means to get involved at a young age. So with me today, I have Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me on Political Contessa.
0: Yes, of course. It's so nice to see you. Thank you. My name is Elizabeth. I'm in sixth grade. I'm 11 years old and I'm volunteering on a political campaign for a candidate named Loring Barnes.
1: That's awesome. What is Loring running for?
0: She is running for state representative in the kind of area of Millis, Holliston, Sherborne, Hopkinton, And yeah. Very cool. So that's all in
1: Massachusetts. So she's running for the Massachusetts legislature. So I'm going to do kind of a pop quiz. You don't have to answer these things, but maybe it's something you've learned on the campaign trail. Do you know how many members of the House of Representatives in Massachusetts there are?
0: I think it's like 150 something.
1: Very close. It's 160. Very, very close. That's actually probably better than... Not to call out your mom or dad, but probably better than anyone else in your family could answer, because most people I know do not know that answer. So I'm applauding you for that. And do you know what a so you're in school we're pretty well educated state, do you know, the difference in the and I'm asking you and I'll t- I'll share this very funny story with you after you answer this. But, you know, the separation of powers and what each branch of government does.
0: Yes. In retrospect.
1: Yeah. Okay. So like the executive is the governor in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. federal. It's the president is the executive. Mm -hmm. The legislature is in the States. It's Mm -hmm. Massachusetts has a house of representatives. Some have the state assembly. We have a state Senate, United States House of Representatives and the Senate. And then there's the judiciary. So my um, junior in high school, who is Brilliant. I will call her out and say that she's brilliant, which she totally is. She said to me the other day that she did not know that Massachusetts had a House of Representatives that was different from the United States Congress. Mm -hmm. I want my money back from the private school that she goes to (laughs) for not for her not knowing that as a brilliant junior in high school. So Mm -hmm. I have to have a talk with her AP um, history professor. (laughs) That's why I wanted to know just a little little funny thing. OK, so back to you and back to this experience. So you're volunteering for Loring Barnes. She's running for state rep in Massachusetts. Has Loring run for this position before?
0: Uh, no, she has not. She has served on her town select board and she's done a bunch of things for um, her town in our community, but she has not done this before.
1: All right. So it's a new role for her. And is there anyone running against her that has the position currently? Is there an incumbent or is it an open seat?
0: I think it's an open seat, but yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. So she's running for an open seat. Loring is has been on Political contessa with me in the past. So, you know, we know her politics. We know she's, you know, a very cool, chill, pretty, you know, fiscally conservative Republican, normal Republican in Massachusetts who's running against mm-hmm. a man. All right. So now we got the basics down. So, what about Loring? Or let's step back a little bit. So, you were at a rally that I was at as well. And there is like a little bit of craziness that broke out there. We don't have to go back into that. That was, <laughs> was a mess. But when you met Loring, what did you think about her? What was your initial impression?
0: I just thought she was the most timed person. And she was so happy to have me there. And, um, I mean, she was a Girl Scout, just like me, and we talked and she was just so happy and seemed like she really wanted me to be on her campaign. And um, just talking to her made me feel so happy. And that's kind of like why I wanted to choose her.
1: Yeah. So she made you feel like like you helping her. Was Mm -hmm. going to make it make an impact. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. she felt like it felt inclusive. It felt like, you know, this is someone who I'd want to work for because she actually cares that I'm there. Mm -hmm. I'm not just another person. That's awesome. That's like, that's how it should be. Um, That's not how it always is, but that's how it should be. Okay, so we know why you liked her and you guys kind of like meshed, but why did you want to volunteer on a campaign at all? I mean, you know, at 11, geez, like you could be outside running around with your friends and on your bike and shopping and going to Starbucks. Why the heck would you want to go and volunteer in a campaign?
0: Well... I want to be a congresswoman when I grow up or do something political, something like that. And I think it would be like incredible to make laws or help people and really do that. And so my mom said to me, you know, there's a whole nother part of being a congresswoman and running and that's running for office. And um, she asked if I wanted to see what a campaign was like. And I said, of course, yes. So we went to a a campaign kickoff, um, like I said, and we met Loring. Excellent.
1: I love that. I love that. That's so motivating. Okay. So you met Loring. You liked her. She liked you. She needed volunteers. She probably didn't know. I mean, she knew how amazing you were because I her, I talked to her after, but she probably didn't know like you were actually going to do all the things you've been doing. So what is it like seeing a campaign from the inside? And what do you get to do? What have you been doing as a volunteer?
0: Well, I've learned a lot. I mean I've learned that some candidates take money from special inter- interest groups and make promises to them in order to get votes which doesn't exactly feel right to me but you know that's just what they do <laughs> um Loring has not done that though which is kind of great I've learned that it's a lot of hard work to get your name out there Loring is out every day with signs I've been there like going to so many places with her like I've been to a town dump um, to Holliston, to an ice cream place in Sherbourne, like all over. Oh. Um. So it's all about raising awareness and going where the people are, which is fun if you're a people person like me. Yes,
1: definitely. It is not for someone who uh, doesn't like to talk to people or smile or wave or, you know, wave at people who honk or, you know, no. <laughs> Um, that's really cool. So town dump, that sounds, uh, that sounds like a place that most 11 year old girls like to hang out, huh? Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. <laughs> like, <really. laughs> um,
1: so, okay. First of all, I need to go back. So you want to be a Congresswoman. I think that's so cool. And I know women around the country that would want to help you run for Congress one day. Mm-hmm. And there is a very young woman running in New Hampshire for Congress, and she just turned 25. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, you know, it might not be too far away for you. So, you know, (laughs) after college. All right. So do you mostly hold signs? Like, what have you mostly done? Have you walked around? Have you, were you around? I don't know if you were helping When she had to get her nomination paper signed, because that's kind of a whole other thing asking people for signatures. But do you mostly just hold signs and stand and wave at people?
0: Yeah, we do a lot of holding signs and standing and waving at people. I think it's really fun. Um, So much fun. Um, We went to like the first election. I can't remember what it's called. And primary. yeah, the primary, sorry. It's okay. Um, and we kind of just were in a tent and were thanking them for their vote and just kind of going on. We went to the Hoppington-Holliston Game of the Week and people on her campaign were handing out hot dogs and giving kids like Lauren's card and telling them to vote for Lauren. And it was just so much fun.
1: Great. Oh, that's so cool. That's fun. I love campaigning. It's like, mm-hmm. Smell the coolness in the air. It makes me want to go campaign. All right. And those are awesome highlights. Has there been anything that hasn't been fun about the campaign or anything that you've noticed like for her as a candidate that kind of stinks?
0: I guess not really, but I guess there are some people that can be kind of rude and that's not that much fun, but um, like you're talking about the rally and stuff like that that happens, but I just think it's so much fun. And as long as you ignore that, like I don't really focus on it, then I just think it's really great
1: you know my daughter who is just a little bit younger than you she mm-hmm. when i i ran for boston city council right before the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and she was out with me like she would take her little scooter out with me mm-hmm. and ride around boston and when i was having getting my nomination papers signed she would go out with me and she would say would you sign for my mom she's running for boston city council mm-hmm. and someone said no to her so at that time she was seven she still to this day remembers the person who said no to her and she Mm -hmm. still says can you imagine someone said no to a little kid (laughs) (laughs) I think that's like that's a really interesting thing to learn when you're young that kind Mm -hmm. of people can be openly rude and not even care that you're a kid but still be rude to the candidate or to you because Mm -hmm. of maybe they just don't like her name they don't like her political perspective they don't like the fact that she has bright orange all over everything which i love i was driving through that area earlier this morning i saw the signs everywhere um so would you now that you've had this experience would you want to volunteer in another campaign you think
0: oh Definitely. Um, As long as the person agrees with most of my like political beliefs, I would love to. Definitely.
1: That's really cool. And I love that you said, as long as the person agrees with most of my political beliefs, because, <laughs> you know, you probably don't agree with your mom 100% of the time, right? Mm -hmm. or your best friend 100% of the time. So we can't expect a total stranger Mm -hmm. to agree with us all the time. But I think we all have kind of like those top big things Mm -hmm. that you agree with. And that's why you're friends with certain people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so it's really important. And I love that you said that. And no, I did not prompt her to say that. That was all on her own. But I think that is a very interesting perspective. So you already said you want to run for Congress. So now that you've seen Loring's campaign, what do you think it takes? This is maybe a trick question. What do you think it takes to, if, because again, like your mom said, you know, it's, it's great to want to do the job and legislate, but you have to get there. So you have to campaign. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, what is your ideal candidate? What kind of attributes, qualities, characteristics, what do you think it takes
0: I think it's a lot of work. I've only been there for, I would say, a couple. Not that I haven't been there for, not a lot, but just that, like, Lauren has done so much more than even I've been there for. And even when I'm there, she's working so hard. Like, she's at my house. She's like, can we do this differently? Should we do that differently? And she's just, and you have to be able to have, I would say so much passion and be creative and just like be so like have those qualities to become that or to do that.
1: Yeah. To run for office, right. You need Mm -hmm. to be able to connect with people. You need to be passionate about running because like you said, there's so much that she's doing behind the scenes, right? So when you're running for office, it is calling people, it's knocking on doors, it's asking people for money, it's Coming up with the ideas, like you said, creative, Uh, coming up with the ideas for the mailings you want to send or the postcards you want to hand out to people or your business card that you want to hand out. Her orange, the orange that she has, that that bright orange, kind of like perfectly Halloween-y fall looking, right? That takes a lot of creativity and the candidate needs to have part of it. But Mm -hmm. you have to have that passion because... It gets people like yourself interested in helping on the campaign, but I think it also translates to other people who see that passion and you hope that the person that you're electing brings that passion into the job of actually legislating. So that's a really awesome part. I mean, there's there's definitely so much that goes into it, but being able to get great volunteers is, I think, because I think I had a lot of great volunteers Um, Mm -hmm. the sign of a really good leader Um, and to get someone like yourself who at the ripe old age of 11 Mm -hmm. is so into this candidate is pretty cool. Um, So do you have any advice for any other middle schoolers or high schoolers or kids in college that want to, maybe don't know that they want to get involved in a campaign, but like yourself and the awesome lesson your mother taught you, you need to, in order to change the conversation, you need to be part of some process like running for office or working for a candidate. So you did that so early on and you said the thing I love that you really want the candidate to have a lot of the same policy perspectives as you do, the same politics as you do. So I think a lot of people just like to complain today that Mm. things aren't going their way, but you're not old enough to vote. Lots of people don't vote. So the number one thing is you tell everyone, like your parents and their friends, that they have to go vote, right? That's super Mm. important. But for a young person to get involved, what is the advice that you have as far as finding a candidate that you like, and the things that were most important to you helping Loring on her campaign?
0: I guess just like whenever I ask Loring about something and like most of the time she'll agree with me or have something to say about it that really makes sense to me. And I really say take in what everyone says and really think about it. Um, like you said, people like to complain But maybe you haven't thought about it like as well as you should have. Or maybe you're only thinking about one side of it. Like it's not just two things that you're thinking about. It's so many different parts. And I think as long as you keep an open mind and just really talk to everyone, you'll meet your person.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. It's multifaceted. Things aren't black and white, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not just two sides. It's it's much more than that. And would you, maybe on the next campaign of the next person that you find, would you encourage your friends, any of your friends to also help out?
0: I definitely would. I have a couple friends who would love to get involved. I have some who wouldn't, but there is one who I know would love to do this just like me and has pretty much the same beliefs. So definitely.
1: I, I love it. I think it's great. And I'm going to keep you on a list of volunteers for the future, for future campaigns, because it doesn't stop in 2022. They keep on going. And I can't wait for 2036 to see if you decide that at that point you want to run for office um, Mm -hmm. and run for Congress, because I will donate to you. And, um, you know, I might be too old to run your campaign at that point, but I will uh, I'll find you someone who can be a good campaign manager.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'll remember
1: that. (laughs) Yeah, keep that in mind. You you can make a note of that. (laughs) Elizabeth, is there anything else from your campaign experience that you want to share with my listener who my hope is that the person who's listening is inspired to just do something a little bit more to maybe change the world, leave a legacy, get involved, talk about politics. You wouldn't believe this, but lots of people don't want to talk about politics because they're afraid they might lose their friends. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's like everyone lives in middle school, right? You don't want to lose your friend because you don't want to talk about something. So is there anything else that you want to share from your experience?
0: I don't think so. Just be yourself and be happy and don't be rude to anybody. Really, that's it. That is important. God,
1: I, I hope that some people who write nasty comments on my Twitter feed and send me <laughs> <laughs> nasty Twitter comments actually would listen to what you just said. That would, yeah, that so would, that. yeah, that would clear up a lot. I, I actually, I, I might be voting for you for president. I think <laughs> <laughs> we might have to wait a little longer, <laughs> Elizabeth. It has been awesome to have you on Political Contessa today, but more importantly, to see your smiling face on the palm cards and on the mailings uh, that have been done for Loring and to know that you're there helping her. um, And I know you bring a smile to her face and win or lose, I think both you and her as the candidate actually experienced something that was really super cool and super fun and really meaningful. And that's a lot of what campaigns are is, like I said, it's, it's sometimes it's just making that one little difference that no one else could make. And I think that you made that for her and definitely for me and hopefully for my listener.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Well, keep up the great work. And um, I look forward to maybe 2024 hearing if you are working for, I don't know, presidential candidate. I mean, you know, anything is possible, right? So mm-hmm. thank you very much, Elizabeth. She is my guest today. She is 11 years old. she's a middle schooler. And she has just had the very cool experience of working for Lauren Barnes, who is running for state representative in Massachusetts and also a previous guest of Political Contessa. So thank you very much for listening to Political Contessa today. Happy to have on my guest, happy to have you listen, stay happy, healthy, and safe. This is Jennifer Nassar, your Political Contessa. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com.